Hey everyone, Josh Neighbors here, Locked On Big 12 Podcast. Today it is the 27th of October, 2022. On today's show, will the Big 12 get $400 million, their supposed target, in a new television contract? There's some news on that front. We'll also talk about how it relates to the Pac-12 conference expansion and also some Big 12-related broadcaster news. That's all coming up on today's show. You are Locked On Big 12, your daily podcast on the Big 12 Conference, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Once again, Locked On Big 12 podcast today brought to you by BetOnline and BetOnline.net. Make sure you guys subscribe to the channel. We are heading towards 2,500 subscribers Hoping to do that here by the end of the week slash end of the month. Need your all's help to get there. So please, please, please subscribe today and help us get over 2,500 subscribers here on YouTube. Find us on Twitter. You can find me at LOBig12. You guys can find uh, me personally at JoshNeighbors underscore. Make sure you guys once again subscribe. All right. So today's order of business. You know, we talked about uh, a lot about the, well, first of all, a lot of ball has been talked this week. So we're going to, you know, on Thursday, kind of cleanse the power a little bit with some some uh, TV contract talk and whatnot, just before we get set up for the weekend. And we got some news, uh, or at least, you know, some kind of talk this week. If you guys aren't listening to the John Orand and Andrew Marshan Sports Media Podcast, and you have a legitimate interest in sports media, the Big 12 television deal, the Pac-12 tw- television deal, it's a must listen right now. Those guys are more connected than anybody in this business. They're always breaking news. They had the Jim Nance news, which we'll get to a little bit that he's done doing the final four. Uh, he'll be doing the last one in Houston this year, obviously former Houston Cougar, Jim Nance. There could be some symmetry there happening, but they're always on top of the big 12 and pac 12 media stuff. And them and Dennis, Dodd, <clears throat> excuse me, seem to be the most connected when it comes to this subject matter. So there is a lot of talk, and these guys talked about this week. The Big 12's target was $400 million in a new television deal. That is what they said, that Brett Yormark and company and the, and the presidents, and the ADs, and everybody involved, stakeholders, wanted to get, right? $400 million for a new television deal per year that begins in the year 2025, obviously after Oklahoma and Texas have left. So the 2025-2026 academic year, 2025 football, 2025-2026 basketball, 2026 baseball, softball, you all get the idea, the 25-26 academic school year. Um, And by reports from Andrew Marchand and John Orand, they believe that the Big 12 is going not going to get $400 million. They believe it's going to be in the range of 350 to 360 million dollars. So that, you know, it, it depends. Like, first question is, how important is 400 million to you? Right? The, the question for the Big 12 and Brett Yormark is, is it critical that you get 400 million dollars, or is it critical that you get a deal done? If you look at right now what the Big 12 is getting, they're getting north of 40 million dollars a year, the Big 12 schools. That is what they are distributing, all right? If 
if you were to go to a, well, when they go to a 12 team conference and you were to get a $400 million contract, 400 divided by 12, that's $33 million a year per school. That's a pretty good number considering that, you know, we thought the loss of Oklahoma and Texas, according to Bob Bowles and other folks as well, thought that could be a nearly 50% value drop for the league if they were to lose both of the uh, when they lose both of Oklahoma and Texas. Now, also, mind you, this deal for $400 million or $350 million, $360 million would be with their current television partners, ESPN and Fox, because those are the only people they can negotiate right now with. Oran and Martian pre- seem pretty um, they seem pretty bullish on the idea that a deal will get done here in the relative future, even more so they joked, hey, what day is this podcast airing on, you know, to, with each other to say, like, we might get some news here pretty soon. And so this means that the Big 12 might go for $360 million. And if you do $360 million divided by the 12 teams that would be in the league, at least that we know of at that point in time, that would put you at $30 million per school, right? 360, I'm just going to do this one more time, 360 divided by 12 would put them at 30, $30 million per school would be what is distributed amongst the schools. To give you an idea, if you went to do the 1 billion divided by 16, and this is just for the Pac-12, or the, um, the Big 10, excuse me, um, 62.5 is what the Big 10 is set to distribute amongst their 16 schools. There's 16 schools are set to get about 62.5 per year coming up with their next deal. That just shows you the gap that we're dealing with, right? That shows you what we've got right now in college football and college sports and how far those conferences are ahead of everybody else. Um, where do I stand on this? I don't think the Big 12 gets for 400 million. You know, those two guys are the ones out there talking about it right now. And sure, they might get 360, they might get 370, they might get 380 you know, even pushing that, but it does not sound like they're going to get 400 million. You know, the PAC 12 came out and apparently John, according to John Orand, they asked for 500. That's the starting point. He heard there is no shot in hell. They were going to get 500 million. That is why probably Andrew Marshan said that he, you know, he heard they're hundreds of millions apart. And so you kind of piece this together. Like what does it make sense to the big 12? Cause the big 12 and PAC 12 guys are probably going to end up somewhere in the same space money wise. That's probably what it sounds like right now. And what does that mean then for conference expansion? It means that we're probably not going to get very much conference expansion if the money is in a similar spot. Also on this podcast, once again, you guys should listen to it. Marshan predicted that the, uh, that the Big 12 ends up with ESPN and Fox and that the Pac-12 ends up with ESPN and, and Amazon. All right. The big question is for the Big 12, if, if you're dead set on 400 million as a figure, then do you wait down the line to reopen negotiations? Do you wait for your actual exclusive window? And do you wait to take this thing to market in 2020? I think it's 2024, whenever it would be, 2024, I believe. They take it actually to market. And do you want to see how the winds have shifted, how inflation's changed, the value of live sports and who the players are at that point in time? The one issue could be is if, some streamers have backed out. There are less people to go to. And if there's a lack of interest, then you go back to ESPN and Fox in less of a position of power and they could end up lowballing you on that deal. So what the big 12 is, we mentioned this before, 
what they're balancing right now is the idea of getting a deal done for the sake of security, right? Guaranteeing a certain amount for your financial future, or really if you're super high on this league, I know a lot of us are, but still it's a risk. Do you want to risk it down the line or do you want to take what you're getting right now, which is roughly $30 million per school, nothing to scoff at, but still a chasm. I mean, over, you know, the, the, the big 10 schools will be making over double what the big 12 schools would be making in that situation. Now the other revenue streams, but this brings me to what, what one other part of this. And some of y'all have been asking me about the $60 million that we heard about per school. Just, just think about that for a second. And, and I know three, six, five sports, those people are reputable. Um, and maybe they meant all encompassing. I heard that we had David smoke on big 12 today. Uh, he, he, he is sick of, it's sick of 365, not 365 sports talking about $60 million a year that came from their publication. And he mentioned that including playoff revenue and stuff like that. Like, sure. Maybe. I mean, if you, if you total it all up, it could get there, but if we're talking strictly for a television contract, somebody explain to me why Oklahoma and Texas leave and the value of the big 12 uh, and, and the schools in the big 12 goes up. Like I love this league more than anybody else. And I love the football. It's super competitive. It's great. But those teams are doing big ratings guys. The reason they select Oklahoma and Texas high up, uh, you know, every single year as a game itself is a reason why, Texas versus Alabama is one of the most watched games. It was not just all on the shoulders of an Alabama. There's a reason why Texas, Iowa state did good ratings and so on and so forth. So when we're talking about, you know, uh, how much money these schools can make that figure of 60 millions out there. And I'll reiterate this once again, from nowhere else have I heard that figure being possible. And it does not seem likely at, at all. I mean, if somebody, uh, somebody in the comments can go ahead and try to explain it to me. Um, you're probably going to be doing some, some serious algebra or geometry or trigonometry to make those numbers work because it makes no sense at all. All of a sudden I thought 400 million, if they were able to get 400 million would be an excellent place to be 30 plus million per school after losing the massive brands that are Oklahoma and Texas would be an amazing place to be um, 30 million. Like even, you know, I don't love it, obviously. It's not like it's not some gaudy number. It doesn't excite you a ton, but it keeps you alive. It keeps you in the fight. It, it, it stops the breakaway that's happening, at least for the time being, because ESPN and Fox don't want to diminish your product, right? I mean, you know, 12-team playoffs also coming as well, too. And maybe you'd have to think, hey, could that up the value now that we have one of the leagues that's basically involved every single season, could that up your value long-term or would that be a reason why the big 12 would wait to do the contract later on? Because they might say, well, you know, uh, if we are more valuable, once we basically have an automatic seat in the playoffs every single year, that could really help us out. But where we are right now, and if somebody's gotten the reporting they're hearing, like, uh, you know, whatever. But a lot of you all have been asking me in the comments, you guys have been saying, what have you heard about 40 a year per school? What have you heard about 60 a year per school? Not hearing that. Now I'm not as plugged in as a lot of these, a lot of these people are, but like if you're reading the tea leaves and you're seeing, you know, the big, the, the big tens at 62, five and a $1 billion contract and the big 12 is distributing 40 right now. And they're losing OU in Texas. Somebody explain to me, how the Big 12 would get to six. I mean, four million is pushing it, guys. Like 
that's kind of the the good faith deal that they could get with with Fox and ESPN. And sure, also included into this could be the um, you know it could be hey you guys might get more uh, more money if you add more teams. But really, if you're at four hundred or if you're at three hundred, let's just say three hundred sixty million, you're at, you're at thirty million dollars per team, right? That is where we are. And that's the case. Um, then, you know, how much more would a, would a, would an ESPN or Fox willing to give you if you added four more teams? Like, is that something that they're going to be willing to do to increase that pot? Or is it something where it dragged down the value? You know, um, the PAC 12, on the PAC 12 side of things, guys, like they're kind of waiting. It sounds like for this to set the market because they're not close to any TV negotiations. And I think they want to aim higher than the big 12. In the end, I think it all does come out to pretty similar numbers at this point in time. But whatever the Big 12 gets, you know, it seems like the Pac-12 might have to shoot around that or above that because if overtures are made from the Big 10 to Oregon and Washington and Stanford and Cal, they cannot turn them down. Now, here's the thing is the other part of this is the folks, the Big 10 have to all be on board with that, right? They have to all be on board with bringing in new schools and uh, they'd have to add value, obviously, because I don't think those schools want to take a haircut, take a pay cut to add in more institutions. I think the same thing goes to the Big 12. The Big 12 should not add Utah, Colorado, Arizona, and Arizona State just to add more schools. Now, look, if it crushed the Pac-12, you might do it. You know, there's, there's two sides to this you might do it because your inventory then becomes more valuable, which means that, hey, the escalator in the contract needs to be uh, higher because you become kind of the only game in town, you know, uh, well, one of the only games in town when it comes to the West Coast, right? You, uh, USC and UCLA are going to be offering that action, sure. Um, but, you know, if there's no conference that owns the late night window and you add Utah, Arizona, Arizona State, and Colorado, you could become the conference that really does a ton of business in that late night window. And we're seeing it right now. I mean, you know, Fox is hesitant to put, uh, and there's not a ton of Oregon, like super late games. You'll see USC and Utah. was late game did really well. Ratings wise. Like you don't see a ton of those games late, at least right now. Right. Oregon and Washington state was, I think a three thirty game. Um, you know, USC and Utah was an 8 PM game. So not like super easy, 8 PM East coast time, not super crazy late. So you're seeing all this stuff is all this stuff is very much interconnected, right? About, you know, kind of the next moves. But it seems like if the numbers shake out where they are, things will stay static. Things will kind of stay where they are. The Big 12 probably won't add Pac-12 schools. If they're distributing $30 million a year per school, they're probably not going to add more Pac-12 schools because I can't imagine the Pac-12 is going to be, you know, uh, in like the 20, like 21, 22, 23 range. I don't think that's going to be the case uh, for the for the Pac-12. I think they're going to be closer to 30. Will they get to 30? I'm not totally sure. It depends on the Amazon appetite, right? I mean, Amazon is paying right now for prime time, standalone Thursday night football. And then if you turn around and ask them, all right, uh, do you want, you know, the second tier Pac-12 package? They'll probably like, hell no, right? We want We want quality games. On here, And then there's the other portion of this that we haven't discussed yet, but like, you know, the importance of being on linear cable. And it seems like a lot of experts in this field still think it's really important for the alumni, for the visibility of the school and for recruiting that you're on linear cable. So maybe the Big 12 says, you know what, at least for this deal, we want to be on linear cable and we might sacrifice a few dollars for that 
because the exposure and the visibility for the league is better off if we do that. And that's kind of where I am right now. I mean, TCU, Kansas State's a Fox game. If they um, and look, the Fox should want to keep the Big 12 because it's doing really good ratings on FS1 right now. It's done a great job on FS1. Uh, but Oklahoma State, Baylor was a Fox game. Oklahoma State, Kansas State, the 3.30 at 3 o'clock on Fox game. And there's plenty of games in this league that, that, that they're going to want to see on Fox, on ABC, uh, you know, if the league continues this trajectory right now. And, and I, I think it really is. With, uh, Oklahoma State versus TCU is an ABC game. Tough competition. Still did very well in the ratings. So when you're talking about this, like, I know it's pretty confusing to bring all this stuff up, but that's what that's what you are – at this point in time, that's what you are, uh, you know, juggling. You're juggling the expansion piece, right? You're saying, okay, will schools come to us for this dollar amount? Okay, if we add, you know, if we go with this current television deal, you know, and we stay on linear cable as opposed to waiting down the line, seeing what a streamer has, going for that short-term security, getting that deal done, will we have an escalator clause? Will the escalator clause, in case we add new teams, say, hey, uh, you know, we're at, we're going to either have a good faith conversation with the TV partners or we automatically get more money for adding more schools. Or is it a deal where if you add more teams, is it just one of those where now we're selling a new package out with the out West package, the Arizona, Arizona state, Colorado, and Utah package of the big 12. Is that the next piece of this? But I think right now it sounds like the leadership is leaning more towards the, um, you know, the security of getting a, I would say probably a four to five year deal, maybe in the three year deal of 350 plus million dollars a year. So they can distribute roughly $30 million a year to each of the member schools. On top of this, I'd start putting sponsorships on jerseys. I have been very, very adamant about this. Again, something that should happen, but uh, you know, to add, to add jack up revenue, whatever else you can do, Start going in that direction. Some more sponsors on fields, all kinds of things. But football, basketball, women's basketball, baseball, softball. Start loading up those sponsorships on there. That's that's what I would do right now if you're the Big 12. All that stuff right now is in play. But they're not going to get 400 million. It sounds like I'm very very confident uh, that they're definitely not going to get 60 million. And right now it sounds like they're not going to get 400. But still, a lot of parts are still in play. Linear cable versus a streamer. Go now, risk later, conference expansion, escalator clauses. All of that stuff has to be ironed out. So it feels like right now the Big 12 might be in the red zone. But there's still a lot of details of the red zone offense you got to figure out before you get in the end zone there and score a touchdown. All right, one more note in this change in Final Four announcers. Jim Nance doing his last. This is from also Andrew, Andrew Martian. Jim Nance doing his last Final Four this year in Houston. Jim Nance went to Houston University. Houston Cougars, obviously, a new Big 12 team. And there is a great chance that this Houston Cougars team could be in Houston for the Final Four this year, which I think would be awesome. Um, Ian Eagle is the one now who's going to be stepping up into that role to do the main play-by-play over there for the Final Four. Guys, he's the best. Uh, another Ian Eagle Big 12 thing, or kind of broadcast Big 12 thing, I'm sure you guys saw his call last week if you haven't, when you know, shout out Brees Hall, sucks he tore his ACL. When he scores, uh, Ian Eagle had the great call of Brees Lightning when he scored to get in the end zone, which I thought was phenomenal. Uh, I think Ian Eagle is one of the best broadcasters that we have in the business, regardless of sports. So, Ian Eagle will be taking over in the coming years. This will be last, Jim Nance last year, 2023, 
on this front, which is, uh, you know, exciting, sad to see him go, but he just, you know, it sounds like he wants to go be a family man and be with his kids and whatnot. That's awesome to see for him. So there's that. Hey everyone, quick word from our sponsors on today's show. Today's Locked On Big 12 podcast is brought to you by the folks at Sweatblock. If you or someone you know struggles with chronic sweating, there is a way to help them. That is Sweatblock. Chris suffered from excessive underarm sweat for 10 years. He was so worried about sweating through his dress shirts that he started tucking maxi pads into his shirt to soak up sweat until he found Sweatblock. Sweatblock is doctor developed and tested wipes that help you keep the sweat away. If someone you love is experiencing embarrassing sweat or odor, try Sweatblock. You can save 20% right now with promo code locked on at sweatblock.com. That's L O C K E D O N. Available at sweatblock.com and also at Amazon. All right, that will do it for the show today. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at L O Big 12. You guys can find me at Josh Neighbors underscore. Let me know what you think of this news with the Big 12 television contract where you think it lands. Uh, and also make sure you guys subscribe to the channel as well. All right, we'll be back with a preview tomorrow, all this weekend's games. Till next time, as always, stay safe.